Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the last episode of Marriage and Martinis for 2018. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> wow, you have a lot of people jumping off cliffs out there. I hope nobody got upset. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Hopefully, I think this should be out before the New Year. I, uh, hope. I don't know. Will it? Yes, it will. We'll see. Um. So we're going to talk, it's the new year. So everybody has resolutions, everybody has all that. So let's talk about health, right? Makes sense. Well, health diets and exercise. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm because Adam. Wait, I'm who Adam. doesn't want our <laughs> advice about a healthy lifestyle? Oh, uh, we have some stuff to offer, I think. Maybe. I think so. Uh, yeah, but I think people are going to be shocked that we do not epitomize the uh, perfect image of health. So I'm Adam and I'm Danielle. So yeah, thanks for joining us for the last episode of the year. Speaking of which, do you have anything you want to add for 2018? <laughs> um, you're not saying anything. So I, I'm trying to introduce you. Oh, like, sorry, to, sorry, to sorry, get started. sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, you asked, you, you, well, you're asking, but you asked me to say something about 2018. I did. Well, yeah. yeah, we're closing out the year. Right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think 2018 overall, um, I think it's been a big, important year for us. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a very, very emotionally draining year. Um, but it's also been sort of an exhilarating year. And we've both, I think, challenged ourselves in ways that we never have before and took uh, risks yeah. that I think um, kind of like put us in a category of like bravery that i think i've never been in before yeah so i guess you're saying we don't need resolutions because we've done it in 2018 so what could possibly be better in 2019 resolutions anyway (laughs) i don't think that i i mean i think maybe a goal like goals goals is better yeah but resolutions and we'll talk about that in another episode Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I also think that in 2018, I personally, I think through the podcast, um, number one, learned a lot about myself. And I think also, I think I learned a lot about 
like who my who my true friends are, you know, like who are my biggest supporters and mm-hmm. who is going to be there for me even when I reveal the most humiliating, embarrassing <laughs> and crazy things on in a public forum. And they're still going to like be excited to be my friend. Yeah. Well, I, I also think that um, we had a huge breakthrough, I think, in 2018 because of, because of this podcast that we're a lot more normal than we thought. Like, we thought we were the... No, I think the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast is because I knew we were more... I knew we were normal. I did But didn't. we weren't... We were willing to talk about it and be honest. Okay. That's I, what I thought would resonate with people. It's, it's, I guess it's what, what it is, is how many other people are willing to also come forward and say, holy shit, that's me too. Yeah. I, I mean, guess you had me too movement, but yeah, <laughs> you too. had more information than I did because you've had the blog for two years. So mm-hmm. you've been speaking to people for a long time. So for me, I'm seven months into this thing and I'm first now learning that, hey, listen, uh, f- fucking up like we do, but being in love like we are and all the things that we do wrong and right. I mean, we're so much more normal than I thought we were because I don't talk to people like you do, um, you know, out with your blog and out and, you know, Instagram and all that stuff because I I'm, I have no part of that. Well, I've also been the person in my own life, not just the blog, but in my own life where for a long time people are like, oh shit, if I fucked up, I'm going to go talk to Danielle because she's definitely done something worse than I have <laughs> Is that and what they she'll say? tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, my friends are always like, thank God that you're like so willing to, you know, because they'll be like, oh, I missed an appointment or I did this or I did that. And I'm like, honey. <laughs> Let me tell you what I did this right. week, okay? Like, wah, you missed an appointment. Yeah, like, come on. And then they're like, okay, see, I knew that would make me right. feel better if I talked to you. Because, I, you know, I'm just sort of like, I, for some reason, I just, I don't know, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, if, if for nothing, and if that's what we get out of doing this podcast, I'm happy. We, we accomplished something pretty, pretty big. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. And I think that we showed, for one thing, our kids that, you know, we're willing to take risks and that we said we we're going to do something and we did it. And whether it succeeds or it fails, mm-hmm. they see that we, you know, we had a idea to do something and we like went through with it. And I think uh, that's a big yeah. deal. All right. So anyway. Okay. So health, diet and exercise. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll ask as I always do. Would you yeah, like and, to well, start? Well, I, 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 I want to preface all of that with, mm-hmm. you know, I, I fucking hate talking about health and diets and extra. Like, I fucking hate it. I think people are annoying. I hate people who like, I hate those. I've unfollowed every Instagram account that shows somebody six pack or somebody, you know, a woman like, you know, bench pressing her four kids at the same time or <laughs> like, I am, I, I cannot, come on. This is For, about, why, this why is, do I need to see it? This is about real health, marriage martini style health. Yeah, I just. Not about I, Instagram I, health. I, But I want to start by saying this is not my favorite topic. Okay. I do not enjoy it. Um, I I um I I'm not good at health diet and exercise. I'm not consistent. I am by no means the voice of any of it. 
I am more the voice of, you know, sometimes I'm on and sometimes I'm good, but usually I fucking suck at all of it. So on that note. Mm -hmm. Well, we're speaking for people like us, not this is the way to be healthy. This is the way to diet. This is, we're not, like we say this so many times. <clears throat> excuse me. We're not experts. We're talking from experience, the way that we do things. And from what we've found, it's the norm. The way we do things is the the mm-hmm. normal way of life. It's not reading in men's health how to right, be. Right, but I don't, I especially, I guess if I was sitting around with a bunch of girls, that would be one thing. I don't particularly like talking about dieting with you. Like this okay. is not a, a comfortable thing for me. And, I understand and, that. And I think, you know, you annoy me in this area. Uh, listen, I. So I, 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 you know, to sit, if, if we were like a bunch of my girlfriends and me sitting around talking about diets and how much they fucking suck and how hard it is and how, you know, we have had so much trouble after babies and pregnancies and whatever, that'd be one thing. But talking about you which we'll get it we're talking with you mm-hmm. about this is super fucking annoying. I, I get that. Number one, talking to your spouse about diet and exercise and health. I mean, who wants to do that? Mm-mm. Right. So you're comfortable talking to your girlfriends. I'm comfortable talking to my guy friends. Like I don't, I don't well, you could, you would be comfortable talking to anybody. I, I would, but it's, it's because you it's, have, it's, it's a different, like it's a totally different playing field. Like the guy's, Guys and girls can't be on the same level talking about this stuff because it's so different. You don't think? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's I, yeah. why you're comfortable talking to your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to talk to women about this. Like, what for? What? Like, it, it's a different situation, right? And I don't want you talking about my dieting because that's going to end up in some kind of a war. I will not talk about your right, dieting because you don't know what the fuck I go through. Nope. So, okay. Let's just establish that. Okay. Keep your fucking unless you're going to tell me that I am a dieter extraordinaire or something positive. Right. So we're talking about being healthy, um, and this is not a healthy situation. Us talking <laughs> about <laughs> diet and exercise no, and being healthy. You, no, talking about dieting and weight or anything like that with you mm-hmm. is you know I always go back to the time when the nurse when I was about to go into labor with Ian and she goes, get on the scale and you were in the room. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You get on the scale, bitch. <laughs> um, and I, I don't want any part of like, right. I don't want. Yeah, I understand. And, that. and, and, and I don't think that you understand what I go through. So, all right. No. So let's put that yeah. aside. Okay. Okay. Just let's, um, do you want to start? As I always ask, and um, I end up in what starting, ways do so. you think? Oh, okay. So, what in what ways do I think I lead a healthy lifestyle? We'll start out positive. Okay, but um, I would love to start out positive. <laughs> I really would. Okay. Okay. Well, the first one is something that's very important to me. I, I think you and I have, for a long time, had differing opinions about this. Although, in recent years, I think you have sort of come to my side of. The I already know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, sleep. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I yeah. More specifically, napping. Well, it turns into napping because my sleep at night is so fucked up. Yep. That it that I will sleep whenever and wherever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know at night I you know I have three kids. One of them is still just seven years old. I get the coming in with a nightmare or I want water. I want this. I want that. Like. My sleep is very broken. You well, know? he's he's a third child, seven years old. 
Yeah, just so that's different. But it's not even just him. It's all of them at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always, you know, and I and I get up super early in the morning, like before the, you know, before the kids for school, and my mornings are crazy, and I anticipate that sometimes. So anyway, I am a fan of sleeping whenever the fuck you can. Like, okay. I always say, don't knock the nap, and I really think that people don't get. Um, I I think I I always talk about Ariana Huffington. I saw mm-hmm. her speak and, you know, she did the Huffington Post and her whole thing is now she she has this uh, company called Thrive and everything she does is about sleep. She thinks sleep determines how you are in every aspect of your life. And I kind of agree with that. Like I am no good to anybody if I am exhausted. I can't function exhausted. Um, maybe more than the norm. And I and I was going to say that I'm I think it's genetics because my mom, my grandmother, I have cousins, like we are we all take sleep very seriously. But it, it, ironically, it's the women in your family. Mm-hmm. So, but so you're yeah. not all in the in the same situation. So it's obviously like a female genetic maybe thing. maybe but my mom my grammy my, my i mean legitimately like my mom nobody loves sleep like my mom right you know like she when we were younger everything was i mean that was one thing that in my house you know sleep was valued like she i would come home from school and take a nap nobody made me feel guilty nobody you know i ours was the household where if you were sleeping until 12 nobody came in and was like you should be productive now like mm-hmm. sleep was very valued and my mom you know my Wait, mom can, can we re, re, excuse me refer to her as linda linda not your yes mom? i'm sorry she's yes. linda because i think we talk about her enough yeah she, well, she just needs to be linda um so linda when I was growing, you know, my, my dad is very religious. He's mm-hmm. a very religious man. He goes to temple almost every morning, synagogue almost every morning. <laughs> Your mom loves that. Well, she kind of does because <laughs> he's out of the house, of the house <laughs> right. and she can sleep and not feel bad right. because he's such a doer and he's got, you know, his quote unquote spielkas, which is like in Yiddish means like all this nervous energy and mm-hmm. he's so opposite of her. But, you know, she, whole, he sometimes he would be like, oh, do you want to come to synagogue with me? She'd be like, Ronald, because that's his name. Ronald, not even God is up at this time <laughs> you know like everything was she really values sleep except except at 11 a.m but at okay. 11 a.m but before you even get to that does anything have to do with this that she'll stay up till two in the morning like just but she didn't when i was younger i don't oh think. she didn't because she doesn't now i mean i think she would stay up till two in the morning like when we were coming home late from a party or something you know what i mean but even but today now, She'll, she's up till two, like on uh, I think whatever she has website. A totally fucked up sleep schedule. I don't. I don't particularly like. I don't like staying in bed until eleven a.m. I think I feel right. horrible. I was I, wondering. I would she, rather get up at six a.m. and then go back to sleep for an hour or two. You know, at okay two p.m. So she doesn't sleep till eleven a.m. because she's up till two. I don't even think she's. I think she just loves bed. She loves. Yeah, to be it's more in about bed, bed than but sleep. What happens at eleven a.m. Uh, it's got to be something like um, Wheel of Fortune or Oprah. Oh, come on. What does she watch? What <laughs> the is view, her oh, The View. The View. Yes. The so view. for her, from 11 to 12, she is always up at 11 to 12. If anything <laughs> no happens from 11 to 12, <laughs> she will know about it because the, the View is like, it is like her church. It is her synagogue. She will not miss The View. She's obsessed. And if you call her during The View, she answers the phone like this. What? What is it? 
<laughs> but then if you if you call her at 1215, she's like, hi. Right. Oh, it's so nice to hear from you. I think I hate the view more because she loves it so much. I think it's like an almost an adult rebellion thing against my mom. Like she mm-hmm. loves it so much that I hate it. Right. So, um, or it's just that I find it so annoying. Well, <laughs> saying that you lo- you find it so annoying, there is one of the most hilarious Family Guy clips of the view where <laughs> it's so funny. It's like chicken noises it's or chicken. something. So they're, they're they, like, clack, clack, clack. Yeah, they, so they, mm-hmm. they, they, they pan to a couch of four women and they're all just clucking like they're mm-hmm. chickens and i guess you're saying it's annoying like do you see it like that too yes i find it to be completely annoying but i don't know how much of that is just because my mom worships it okay. so much for so long i don't know it's been on for like i don't know 20 something years right. now i think and barbara walters you know was the one who started it but um but yes, I find it to be completely annoying. Okay. But you don't call her during the view. So right. anyway, so when I was growing up, every her answer to everything was go rest. You know, like mm-hmm. you're stressed, go rest. You have a paper cut, go rest. A paper cut. You, you know, like just everything. You know, she just, to her sleep is, and I get that. Like the feeling I get if I like get into bed, you know what it is, you know, like to get into bed. But for her, it's like all the time. She just loves the feeling. And so my grandmother, supposedly, who was also a amazing sleeper, supposedly uh, when she was, you know, when she got really old, um, she said to my aunt, don't feel bad for me when I'm dead. I'll be doing what I love most, right. sleeping. So, you know... She and she was always an amazing sleeper too. Like she just oh sure yeah. And my cousin and I am like and it's all the women in your family. It's the women. You're yeah. right. I never really That's looked at it like that. Interesting. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to say one but, now or? But I, I I look at napping or not sleeping, but napping two ways. Well, sleeping in itself is a great like reset of your mind, a great reset of what's going on. Like you, if you when when you go to sleep and you wake up and you feel refreshed, it's kind of like the best feeling in the world. But with a nap, uh, for me, like if I wake up, if I take a nap and I wake up, I'm like, what day is it? I feel groggy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I don't feel good. I like, agree. But oh, the you actual nap is amazing. It's like being drunk. Like when you're drunk and you're in the moment and you're like, oh, this is the best feeling. And then you wake up the next day. Although I think sleep is obviously a lot better for you than being drunk. And you wake up the next. But in the moment, it feels so fucking good. So you get like weird when you wake up. Oh, from an yes. Okay. Not always. Okay. But there are like, first of all, when I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, do I have to get the kids up for school? And then I'll be like, oh no, it's like three in the afternoon. Right. I'm good. You know? Right. So, um, yeah. Okay. I, I definitely wake up feeling like crap a lot of times. But it's worth it to me. And I think it's still good for you. I don't think that has any indication that, oh, you shouldn't have napped. I think it's always good for your body to well, sleep. Well, we need sleep, obviously. Without sleep, you Yeah, and die. our society like so doesn't value it. But are we the only country? Like, we don't. there's so many countries countries with like siestas and like well have you heard of all these sleep pod hotels that are opening i I think i told you about it um they're coming to all these airports uh they're like these sleep hotels where you rent it almost by the hour like i love hourly hotels but it it's it it, 
I saw like a video about it. It seems kind of claustrophobic. It's like this tiny little room mm-hmm. and you know, it's soundproof. It's, it has a light that you can turn on. But other than that, when you turn it off, it's pitch black. And to me, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't little... fuck with that because I know Japan has been doing that forever. Like for American travelers who go to Japan, like you can, it's literally stacked pods I don't know how many, four high by 20 long, it doesn't matter. But you you put your credit card in and you rent it for the however long mm-hmm. you need. You crawl into this tiny little- I think little... these you have to actually make advanced reservations. No, like this a hotel. Is, no, this is just because you've traveled for 20 hours and you need to sleep and you crawl into this almost like a coffin and you crawl in and you sleep- I can't do that. No, this is that nicer scares than that. Me. And I don't know how much it costs or anything, but I do know that they're opening all over the place. And actually, I think Boston is going to have an actual sleep hotel. It's going to be like the first city in America. Isn't that what you do in a hotel? I think it's Boston. Sleep. No, you literally go for two, three hours. Like okay. you, if you're if you're there, you know, if you if you have ten meetings in a row. And, you know, you can take an Uber there for two hours in between meetings and just sleep to catch up on sleep. Like it's Mm -hmm. not it's not an overnight thing. It's more of a daytime. I mean, maybe it's, you know, I I don't know the specifics, but that's going to be the first city. Yeah. Do you want to continue or do you want to go one for one? uh, uh, Let's go one for one. Okay. so we're, we're just talking about how do you lead a healthy lifestyle like the positive stuff, not like I do this. But I do this to offset that, right? So we're just saying, what do you do that's healthy for you, right? I, yes. I mean, if it's possible, sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. I never gain weight. Without no the I but, I, I love healthy food. No but. I love healthy am food. Am I supposed to keep my mouth shut? Yes. Okay. We're not talking about the negatives. How am I, how do I lead a healthy lifestyle? I love healthy food. When I was a kid, I would. My mom used to take a watermelon, cut it into like a basket, and ball. Of course, she did. Cantaloupes and strawberries and grapes and. and I was the kid who brought the fruit for my birthday to school because. No wonder you got beat up as. (laughs) (laughs) I. I, But even today, if you brought fruit to my birthday party, right. I I've I always... would have put my cigarette out. <laughs> when you were three, you would have put your cigarette eight, eight. out on my. I would have put my cigarette out. I but even today, I love healthy food. Like for me, the perfect breakfast is like eggs and avocado and bacon, healthy and not healthy. You we can decide. But I, I don't think anyone's going to argue that bacon is healthy. Not that it's. I mean, I know it's like sides. on the whole thirty and stuff. There's two sides to okay. it. Okay, but. It's not. I don't eat pancakes and waffles and French oh, toast. That's the best. I I go for the eggs and the avocado I'll, and the meat. I'll eat bananas and strawberries on my right. waffle. And I'll take the waffle, push it aside, and eat the strawberries and the bananas because if when we go, not that this is healthy, if we go for our favorite ice cream place in the world, Thomas Sweets in Princeton, you'll like you'll get the Reese's chocolate, whatever, and I get strawberries, bananas, and vanilla. Like, not that that's healthy, but like, that's where I go to. I love the healthy flavors of fruit and vegetables. And like, I actually enjoy it. To me, that's satisfying. So fucking weird. So with saying that, that's how I 
one of the reasons that I lead so a healthy let's lifestyle. Let's say that you like even if fruit wasn't like even if you weren't going to gain any health benefits from it, you would still want fruit every day. That's I love it. All kinds it, of fucked to up. me. It's candy. Like I, I when I eat candy, I'll eat like a starburst because I like the fruit flavor of a candy. Like I, it, to me, I love it. It's mm-hmm. like kind of I like crack to me. I love fruit. Like I love sweet, good for you food. So okay, all right, but but mm-hmm. without the butt, right? Okay, okay. So without the butt's the butt. coming later. Okay, go ahead. Uh, well, my second one is um, that I spend so much time with my dogs. Right. And I truly believe, you know, whether it's dogs, cats, whatever it is you have as your pet or whatever animals in your life. For me, I'm dog obsessed. I always have been. Um, to me, that is, I I couldn't live without dogs. I just couldn't. And um, and I'm, I'm the type of person who has dogs and like, I feel the responsibility of they need exercise mm-hmm. and, you know, they should get to... Um, you know, have their time during the day to do whatever it is we do. I take them to the beach. I, I am always taking them on hikes at different parks. And you um, nap with them. I nap with them <laughs> all so the time. It's healthy for you well, and the dogs. Well, that's the only reason I take them to the beach in the park is so that right. they'll come back and nap. Um, no, but I, I really do. I think that it's honest to God, really good for my health. Like, oh, absolutely. I think that I decompress. I am. Um, I mean, if I'm in, a, if I'm, you know, if you and I are fighting or, um, really? the kids being dicks or whatever, what? like That's so infrequent. So like how I, often would- uh, to me to hug the, one of the dogs and to, it, it really <gasps> is. It's like, um, well, medicine miss- to me. You're missing a big and you're point. Fucking in- interrupting me every second. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle of a sentence and you thought oh, I was sorry. done. Um, no, but, you know, and several studies show that dog owners have lower bl- blood pressure than non-dog owners. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but it's true. Uh, probably because their pets have a calming effect on them and because dog owners tend to get more exercise. And I do. I, I would spend no time outside. I, I mean, in the summer I would. But in the winter, like Ian and I just took the dogs the other day. It was 30 degrees and we went to the beach. I wouldn't That's have done crazy. that if I didn't. Like, I see people walking without dogs, and I'm like, what a fucking waste. Yeah, like, what's the point? Yeah, like, why are you outside? <laughs> like, what? go on your treadmill. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, or, or, or go go get a dog at the shelter and walk him. Like, I'm always oh, like. That's a good idea. It, I think people do that. Do people, oh. like, just go. Oh, oh but yeah. then you have to bring it back. Right, but they still get to have the walk. Oh, I couldn't do well, that. Well, and they wear the adopt me signs that on the walk people see them, and maybe the people will be interested in I go couldn't back. do it. Well, but it's better. I would, than I would them. bring them all home. I couldn't. I right. couldn't just. I, I would too. Yeah. I would too. Um, and our dogs don't do well with all dogs, so I can't even go and do that. But, um, but for me, I think that's a huge. You know, I really feel like that, and it gets me to interact with strangers, which I never do. I I do not like talking to strangers at all. I'm completely uncomfortable about it. But I talk to people who, like on the beach, you meet other people who also have dogs and you start talking about your dogs, which is a completely, I love that topic. I'll talk about dogs all day long. So we bond over our dogs and I meet people who I wouldn't otherwise meet. So in all kinds of aspects, they also are a form of stress for me. I will say that. You know, the dogs are a form of stress for you? Sure, but way more positive. Sorry, Billy, are you here? 
He's fucking stressful. No, what? look at this chair that Augie ate. I know, but Billy's in your face every day. All right, but but to me, the benefits far outweigh the the stresses. Yeah. Are, are you done? Because <laughs> I just want to add one thing that you're forgetting. Because mm-hmm. we're talking about health. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all those things, which are healthy for you for owning dogs, it's it's very widely known that owning dogs your kids will be less allergenic, genic, genic, allergenic. I think so. I, think, but, I don't know if that's a myth or that's true. Okay, but I guess dogs are dirty in a way that expose you to certain things mm-hmm. that people who don't own dogs are not exposed right, but there's to. There's a lot of myths about dogs too that their tongues I've, are cleaner than humans okay, and but, all that stuff. Okay, that but stuff I think there's truth to that true. because. Like there's, like there's an old funny George Carlin bit where he said he used to swim in the Hudson River and they never got sick because they were exposed to things that right. other people aren't. Mm-hmm. So when you're swimming in sewage and shit and then you're out in the real world, you're not going to get hurt by things that are out there that other people are getting hit by. Listen, I, we're going to do a whole episode on dogs. Okay. Yeah, I sure. really want to. That sounds fun. And I could talk about dogs all day long and all the benefits I think there are for kids and for grown-ups and whatever. But as far as health goes, um, I think I really do believe that there are health benefits associated with having oh, one. And cats. I'm not, I'm not a cat person. I don't mm-hmm. dislike cats, but I would never own one. But same kind of thing or whatever it is that you have whatever it is that whatever companion you have that doesn't fucking talk back well i had parakeets growing up so they talked back right exactly <laughs> and there were no right health benefits i think whatsoever. a bird is the last pet i would get <laughs> like legitimately the last pet I, I think it seems stressful bird well you barely take care i mean like a parakeet you barely have to do it you feed it like you don't have to walk it you don't have to like well, you have to talk to it, but like you don't. You probably have to let it out and like fly around. And yeah, stuff. and then it shits all over the house. Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, our dogs shit all over the house <laughs> too. True. So what's the difference? Um. Okay. So your turn. Me t- my turn. So another way that I lead a healthy lifestyle is I really like to work out. I I really do. I love I love how you feel after a workout. Like you feel like you could take on the world. Like. You feel like you've accomplished something. You feel fit. You feel like you've done something good for your body. And I I took it to, I, I, I think we've talked about this before. I took it to the next level a few years ago. And I actually went and got certified and got trained in P90X. And I, I love working out. Um, I don't I don't work out nearly as much as I used to. But um, my day-to-day Routine involves working out because, you know, I'm on my feet all day and I do work out in addition to that and it makes me feel good. And mm-hmm. I, I find that to be really healthy for my mind and my body. So. And you like to play that game where I walked down the basement. Is it workout or porn? What? Where I walk downstairs and I hear. Ugh. Uh, is that me or the video I'm watching? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it could be But both. I legitimately walk down the stairs. And I'm like, okay, this could end two ways. <laughs> I walk in and he's watching porn, which I totally respect. I'll, I'll find and good. Yeah. Or he's watching these huge, like, fucking muscle guys lifting weights. 
and you're doing the same and then I come downstairs and you're like in your zone like well, look what's a better release after a workout I, I prefer the porn <laughs> I think that's the best release yeah some of these videos that I watch I, I now oh turn my God. I now turn to mute because it does because sound like you're porn. embarrassed yeah because yes. it does sound like mm-hmm. yeah no it's legitimately like you walk down the basement and you're like Kids, just stay up there for one second. I just need to see if daddy, is it porn or workout? I'm not sure. I'm I'm now to the point where I know my workout. So I'll put like family guy on while I'm working out so I can at least enjoy what I'm watching mm-hmm. while I work out. Yeah, but- I, listen, when I'm in the zone, I love to work out too. Like I am an ebb and flow kind of girl. Like when I'm in it, obviously, I listen, I've yeah. trained for plenty of marathons and everything. When I'm in it, I'm really good. But you get hardcore. I uh, well, well, I used marathons? to. I, I ha- mean, yes, but I haven't done a marathon in eight years, so I am not at that particular stage right now. I can't be at that stage. I can't leave. The training for a marathon is insane. Well, you've I done cannot. It. No, no, no. I will do it again. A hundred percent. I am not looking forward to that. See, but you say that, but at the same time, I think you like the way I look when I'm training for a marathon. I think every. I think the other stuff about marathons you like. The time, okay, but, but I, if our kids are older and they don't need me, why do you care? Like, you'd be happy if I was gone for four hours. Right, if the kids are older, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But even still, because you're so, like I was, when I was training to be certified, like no, it was I, all I thought about. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm like that. When I, I think I go out and I run, and the whole time I'm running, I'm like, what am I going to eat when I get back? There's all the shit I'm going to eat. I'm going to have waffles and I'm going to have pancakes. No, I I legitimately, I fucking run to eat. That is it. Okay. That is it. Like, I am uh, on the run planning my next meal. Not the goal of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go run a marathon. I think maybe the first time. Right. But but I, I am the person who doesn't, like, yes, I have lost weight before and when running a marathon because, but it was so much work to lose weight. Like, it was so much work. But this is this is about health, not about well, being skinny and losing weight. Well, and my dad, who's a doctor, and... doesn't like me to run marathons. Right. He thinks it's too hard on your body. He gets very upset. He's like, you can run a half marathon and that's it. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I, I, I think too. how, listen, I do too. Uh, it's still better than when I'm training for a marathon. One thing that I don't do is I never smoke cigarettes when I'm training for a marathon. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You don't like smoke while you're running? Uh, <laughs> actually, when I ran the New York marathon, I remember crossing the finish line when you had the kids there. Yeah. And I remember being so bummed that the kids were there because all these people who had just finished the marathon had their mylar blankets around them and were smoking cigarettes. Right, drinking a beer and smoking because a Because everybody, you don't smoke really when you're training, but then when you're done, you want to celebrate. And if you're a smoker... You want to fucking celebrate with a cigarette. Yeah. And I, in life, want to celebrate everything with a cigarette, but I can't celebrate everything with a cigarette. So um, I didn't. I probably did the next day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, you know, listen, it does. It gives me four or five months, and I don't smoke much anymore, but it definitely, for those four or five months, I'm not smoking because I know what that's going to be the next day. I think a few times while you were training, like, Five hours later, when you would come home, I was waiting for you with like a glass of wine and a pack of cigarettes. Probably. <laughs> well, after each baby, I all I did was I would wake. You would come outside at five a.m. Yeah, 5, yeah five, I'd five in the morning. I'd come downstairs. So I went nine months without smoking. Yeah, and then I and then you would come outside. And no, I would I'd be, come downstairs and be like Danielle. 
hello, mm-hmm. Danielle, mm-hmm. where, and I'd look out the front door and I'd just see smoke coming through mm-hmm. the, the yeah. window of the yeah. door. 5 a.m. And I'm like, oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah, I spent um, the next couple of weeks making up. Listen, I, this is where we're, health. Yes, I fucking love this. Well, we'll get to that. But I do love smoking. I don't do it very much, but I some love of, it. Some of the oldest people that ever lived. I'm going to get to that. You're oh. getting that from me. Oh. You're stealing no. my thunder. I knew that before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, go ahead. My turn? I don't know. Is it? Oh, you talked about working out, and I talked right. about working out. I, I have like two more. Let me just breeze through well, them. I have another one too. But it's my turn. No, it's not. You just did working out. Oh, but it led to your working out. Okay, so I go was ahead. just like right. reiterating. Yes, when I'm in it, I love to work out. Okay, I would say sixty percent of the time of my life, I do not work out. Okay, like right now. Um, oh, oh, okay. No, oh my go God, to your... why can't I? Why do you get to talk about it? Because that was my answer. Is that one of your answers? Uh, no, because I think it's annoying. Okay, so then I, stop. I think talking about exercise is annoying. Right. Yeah. So then do your I, next. I do. I think it's super annoying. I, I fucking hate when people talk about exercise. Talk to me about hot dogs. That's much better. <laughs> hot dogs. Um, okay. I would say mm-hmm. one healthy thing that I do, which goes back to the 2018 thing of figuring out who our friends are and who our most supportive people in our lives are is uh, I no longer spend time with people who don't make me feel good about myself. Well, yeah, that's makes a lot of sense to be healthy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I think at this point I have enough people in my life, uh, a lot of people in my life, I would say who love me for me. Like 60,000 people. Well, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah. You know what? I love my people. Like Mm -hmm. I love the people in my life. I love the people on Instagram who I have my relationships with. We get emails uh, and I'm so excited to read them and respond. And like I found my people in my present, like living everyday life and virtual life. And um, that uh, the people who I don't feel like make me feel good about myself. Like why bother? Uh, why bother? Yeah. Like what's you know? the point? And, and, and like, and, what are you doing and, it for? And I, I've gotten some flack for it. I think that people probably walk around and think, who does she think she is? She didn't come to this or she didn't come to that. And, you know, I think that there are probably people who think I'm a bitch because of it, but it's okay. I'm, I'm like, okay with but it. what do you care? Because you're not there because you're not, uh, I care. It's a little uncomfortable if you see them and you yeah, know because, they don't like yeah. you anymore. That's uncomfortable. Right. But no, I legitimately no longer, um, Put, put myself out there and try to accommodate other people because I think it's the right thing to do. All right. We have, we have a lot more to dive into. So let's stop this. How do we leave, lead a healthy lifestyle and keep going? Yeah. I don't think there's much more to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, we both have more, but it's enough. So let's move on. I think in some ways we're healthy in the not, uh, you know, uh, stereotypical healthy ways. You know, like, yes, do like do I wake up and drink a green smoothie every day? No, but I I think I'm healthy in ways that are maybe like unappreciated in our time. What? Like. I'm not healthy in the vegetable way, but I think I have a lot of healthy habits that are maybe unconventional and, you know, emotionally, I think I do a lot of healthy things. I think um, I surround myself with people who, uh, you know, are like, make me feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. I am not an quote unquote Instagram healthy person. I am not a social media healthy person. I am not a healthy personality. Are are people really? 
Uh, or is that just a- yes i think that when you look at some of these people and you see their body you're like damn they have a healthy food repertoire i do not have that okay but are they healthy in other aspects uh, of their life i don't know that's but my i point. i don't think i think there are people who don't look beyond what they eat that's what the ultimate goal is how, how do i eat better i think okay. health and food is too fucking de- directly linked like there's so much more to it Right. Well, exactly. Well, that's what this episode is about. This is not not about being like skinny mm-hmm. and being like about eating. It's about a healthy overall lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the health, quote unquote. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com podcasts and instagram and this and that it's all about fucking food fine we get it let's yes eat some fucking vegetables okay fine but i i think it goes so beyond that yeah well that's what we're doing here all right okay enough of that well okay i do (laughs) (laughs) how else are you healthy no 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 i was going to talk a little bit about janine roth um who is uh you know she's sort of like a quote-unquote like food expert that she deals with a lot of women who like me uh, listen I'm not gonna lie I'm always trying to eat better I'm always trying to have a healthier relationship with food I don't think I have the healthiest relationship with food but I think it's all because I'm always trying to catch up with what society thinks I should be doing I don't think that is my own thing I think I'm trying to always live up to the expectation of others Um, but she sort of says Janine Roth who um, she wrote this messy magnificent life and a whole other bunch of books that are uh, based around you know compulsive eating and emotional eating um and she's interesting I i think she's interesting she says that a food that food how you your relationship with food is a microcosm of how you deal with so many things in your life so if you look at your relationship with food you can kind of look at how you are with, let's say, relationships or finances or your job or um, all these other things that, you know, like for me, I am a very indulgent eater and I'm a very inconsistent eater. Sometimes I'm when, I, when I'm in the zone, I'm awesome, but I'm in the zone 20% of the time. I think that's how I am with everything. Like I'll go two weeks without you know with the lawn with the house being a mess and the laundry not getting done or whatever and then all of a sudden for like two days straight all I do is like laundry and housework and then it gets back to how it was Mm -hmm. which is exactly how I am with food like I will eat like shit for six months and then I'll be like oh okay I'm gonna get healthy now and all of a sudden wake up one day and be like boom I'm ready and I'll do it for three weeks Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, all right, I had enough. I can't do it <laughs> right. anymore. And I, <laughs> no, I'm not and I go you. back. Like, I think that what she says is correct, you know, that it, it does. It, it sort of is a microcosm of how you live the rest of your life. There's an 80-20 theory that works all throughout aspects of our lives. It's very significant in retail, which is what I do. We spoke about this before. Like, you could sell 
20% of what you have and 80% won't sell. Um, but the 20% makes up for the 80% that you don't. So there's the 80-20 theory that 20% is great and makes up for the 80% that's not. And this kind of relates to that. So 20% of the time, you're trying hard, you're doing your thing, you're dieting, you're, you're exercising. And 80% of the other time, you're like not, but you're enjoying yourself and you're satisfying well, she, no, yourself. No, but that, she would not be okay with that. She Fine. thinks because she thinks that your relationship should be consistent, that it should be an overall life thing. None of us are consistent. I, I disagree agree. with that. Why? Who's consistent? I'm not. You're not. Who uh, is? Uh, you think we represent the mass like yeah, people? Yeah, well, we're finding that food? out, aren't we? No, not with food and stuff. I certainly don't. No, I have tons of friends. I think you can think of who they are, who are, they live their life around making sure that they're okay with food and exercise and everything like that so is of, their first priority. Of everybody that we know, what percent of the people are hardcore, die hard, food conscious, fit conscious, like but What's I don't even that I don't think food conscious and fit conscious is necessarily linked with health. No, my my question is I don't particularly think those people are the healthiest people I know. That's of the of everybody we know. Right, what you're probably percent right. Twenty percent. Twenty percent. Right, you're right. probably right. It's twenty percent is a magical number. Mm. The twenty eighty theory rests with right. every aspect of life. All right, a few other things that she says. Oh, also an, an interesting thing. Now you're going to like Janine Roth. Not like her, but you're going to be interested in her. Uh, she lost all her money in the Madoff scandal. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. So she had all this, you know, she's <sighs> she's written, I don't know, two dozen books that have been bestsellers, and uh, she had invested it all with Madoff. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm 99.9% sure of that. Double check. Not 80%. Not 80%. I'm more than 80% sure. Um, But but she also says um, that we're we're sitting in a a constant state of like we're in we're in the waiting room of our lives because we're always waiting for. Okay, I'm just going to lose that 10 pounds. I'm just going to, you know, lose that 15 pounds. And we're always raising the bar, right? So you lose five pounds and it's not enough. You want to, then you want to lose 10 and you want to lose 15. We never actually sit and bask in the moment of what we've done. It's always more. What can we do? So we're never satisfied. You know, we're never satisfied. We we set a a goal and instead of sitting there and like really relishing it, even in our daily lives, we don't sit and just you know she says you need to find the you know the exceptional and the unexceptional you need to sit and just say wow you know you need to wake up in the morning and say wow I just walked to the bathroom because I could walk and I just took a hot shower because I have hot water and all these things we don't do and relish in the moment because we're always thinking about what's coming next you know like what goals do I have for the day well guess what one of your goals is already met like you want to have hot water you have hot water you know like we don't sit and really take it all in mm-hmm. and she says you know a lot of people for uh the new year they say I want to keep a gratitude journal next year I want to write down every night five things I'm grateful for for the day she says don't do that when you when the thing happens during the day stop pause and be grateful for it in -hmm. the moment when you're talking about what happens it's not the same right you know you're not in it so um so she says you know we're always waiting for the next and and i think that's true too and i think that 
Is that I a- think that has, I think that goes with couples too. I don't think we stop enough and pause enough and tell one another what we're grateful for enough. I think it's more about what do I want you to do better? What do you want me to do better? Like we're always talking about the things that we want our partner to do better that I don't think we spend enough time saying, holy shit, like, you know, thank you for whatever it is you did today, whatever small gesture you did. Is there a middle ground there that could work? Like, I I've, I always feel looking to the next, I'm very type A, I always have been, I always want to know what's next, what's coming next. Uh, if I accomplish a goal. I don't know that's type A, I think that's every single person alive. Okay, but if I reach a goal, like kind of I think what you're saying is, okay, great, I did that, what's next? But isn't that good? Or no? No, because what she's if, saying is we're always in the waiting room. We're always sitting there waiting for what's next. Well, we don't. That's well, life. I mean, we're we're moving on until we we live to be eighty, whatever, ninety years old. Okay, and then you you're going to be on your deathbed and be like, I was always waiting for the next thing. I never sat like sometimes when I sit with our kids, mm-hmm. and I, I was sit, just going to use that. Well, I sit with our kids, and sometimes, you know, they'll be like, play with me. And I've said before, I don't like being our kids' playmate. That's not Mm – but I do see the benefit of stopping and saying, oh, my God, like I get to in this moment play with my kid. One day, that's not going to happen. Like there should be that side of it too, and I need to work on that. I get that. But – yeah, kind of, because you do other things with them that kind of offset. I didn't play the game with them, but I did this. I took them to the. No, I think thing. being in the moment is a huge. Uh, but you're a, in the moment when you're doing those things. Yeah, not always. Really? No. All right. Always. I I think it's okay to always think what's next and how do I progress and do better and. Uh, I don't. Because what if you don't get there? Then you're completely devaluing what you've already done. But if you don't get there. I'm never going to lose 40 pounds. Okay. So if you lost five. Right. And you got there, you would say, okay, I'm happy. I would say, okay, look, get me a cheeseburger. (laughs) I need to celebrate. But you wouldn't say to yourself, oh my God, I did it. I could do five more. Like I can get to the next. Why do I need to always be worrying about what's coming next? Not worried, like excited. Oh, no. No, I'm worried. I'm never excited about losing weight. Fuck that. I'm more like, but can I not, do it? You're not in a position to be excited about losing weight. I mean, we're talking about health here, right? So there's there's a point where you can be overweight and unhealthy. Remember, this is a health and fitness and lifestyle All right. Episode. Unfortunately, though, I think a lot of our society links health and dieting. You men don't even, I mean, some men, some, I know some men do these diets. I know that. But you don't even fucking understand because you've never had to go on a diet in your life. Can I, can I go you from there? You have never, right. I have been on Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, Whole30, yep. Atkins, South Beach. And you've been a pescatarian, a vegetarian, yeah. a... You've been like a meatarian. Is that a word? Meatarian? No. Where like all you ate That's was meat? Carnivore? carnivore? But it, not yeah. that you went out and like killed your own like meat and ate it. And But like Whole30 was all about meat and not. Well, I guess you can do Whole30 so you've without tried, meat. To be very yeah. Easy. You've tried all the. Like I've would, tried it all. You, yeah. So you've done all those different things. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to get into a, a gray area here. We're not going to fight about it, but it's going to piss you off because this is what pisses you off about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is not for me to say, I'm, I'm not, 
like gloating in any way or I'm oh, not. Oh, come on. I'm really not. Okay. Really? I mean, how can you not fucking gloat about it? I'm, but look, genetically, um, I can, I can, I, I can eat what I want. Mm-hmm. When I'm unfit, I lose weight. I get skinny. Mm. To me, that's like somebody else being overweight. Okay, so don't just like downplay somebody who's too skinny and say, "I'm just oh, gonna let I'm, you dig I, your own grave here." Go I ahead. Wish, I'm just gonna well, sit yeah. back and right, gain gotta be, weight while you talk. There's gotta be guys out there who are in the same boat, like who who have the same situation as me. There's gotta be. Maybe it, is, I, I sure hope there aren't. And is I hope that they not come and fair? Beat the shit out of you. Really? Like, yeah. Okay. Like you'll legitimately be like you'll watch a pizza commercial and you'll be like, "Well, I didn't eat the pizza, so I just lost ten pounds." And I'll be like, <laughs> "What? I think I fucking just gained five pounds from watching the pizza commercial." When I was when we first got married, I was like a hundred and thirty something pounds. It was ridiculous. I was too skinny, so I tried to get myself on. The opposite of a diet. I went on like weight gaining protein shakes. Like I would for lunch, I would have like three Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas. Like I was trying to gain. There so, are already people on I know. trains coming here. I know. With fucking torches trying to okay, burn our house down. But that's down. not fair because I was as uncomfortable being skinny as somebody I is being the overweight. Fuck on. I, I don't think you're being fair. I, I really don't. Okay. And I think there's other people out there who could, obviously guys, who can relate to this. Yeah, you and David Spade. That's about it. You relate me to David Spade? I mean, I th- think he's like he's a skinny than me, guy. Right? Who, I think you're probably the same. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Appreciate that. What? Because <laughs> he seems short to me. <laughs> he's probably, what? I think he's probably short compared, or short and little compared to like Chris Farley or Adam Sandler. My point was, what is your point? My point is, I never did a fad diet. I never had to. I could eat Chinese food if I want. I can eat Domino's if I want. Um, so it's hard for me to understand what you're going through. I I can't relate <laughs> That's to that. That's a fucking understatement. Oh, I'm trying to relate to you here. I'm trying to be okay, like. But I also pushed out three of your kids of however many else there are out there. Who the fuck okay, knows? So if we had no kids. Would you feel the same way? I was perfectly skinny before I had kids. So do you think if you never had kids, it would be the same today as it was 13 years ago? I have no fucking clue. Okay. So, and I don't even care to even think Right. About of course it. not. It's genetics. I, I happen to be blessed with good genetics where I can yeah, do those things. Tough. Yeah. So, yeah. So I never did fed diets. I never did that. I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. That that. You know what I'm blessed with? Should I shut up? personality. <laughs> you have a great personality. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what my scale says every time I get on it. I, I disagree. I think you have a lot more than a great personality. Uh, thanks. I really do. Mm-hmm. And you'll never... Oh, Drew Barrymore is another <laughs> one I love. Yeah, I like her. Ah, uh, love but her. wait, she's not... Well, she's like me. She goes through stages and she admits that. So last year, one thing that I loved about her was that she gained a lot of weight. And you could look at her and know, like, she's still, she didn't like, but go, she still went on talk shows. She's still like, she didn't avoid the spotlight. She didn't try to make it like she had, she fucking gained weight. She, and we're, tur- we're turning this into a weight Because thing. that's what society does. 
And that's what I think. So has anybody said she's unhealthy? Okay, so here's what somebody said. Someone said, oh, look how much weight you've gained. A journalist said, "Uh, you're pregnant? Like, do you want to tell us something? Are you pregnant? Somebody said that to her without knowing if she was pregnant? A journalist? Right, a journalist. What the fuck? So she's like, nope, just fat right now. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah, hells yeah, Yeah, good for her. We just spent a really long time talking about how we both think we're healthy and we should move on from there and there's so much more so i think once again i think we say this a lot we're gonna have to break this up so Mm -hmm. we don't because it's getting really long here so let's transition to just like how do i and if it took that long to talk about how we're healthy (laughs) imagine how long it will take so we have so much more to cover on this but um some of it I think we should maybe save for like fighting episode part two <laughs> and some of it we should do now. Well, this, I mean, this has very much almost become fighting episode yeah. part two because you could talk, listen, you want to call, call me messy until the cows come home. I don't care. Call me messy all day long. You're messy. Talk about my weight. Right. And I will fucking kill well, you. Yeah. That's why. Right. What we're going to do is I'm going to say how I think I'm unhealthy and you're going to say how you think you're unhealthy and then we'll save how we think each other is unhealthy for another time okay right um yeah if you even (laughs) want to go there because (laughs) that will be uh the same night yeah no i don't know the weight thing is um very you know what i always want to ask you yeah no i don't (laughs) who do you who do you picture playing you when they make the tv movie about me killing you so who's going to be... The Lifetime movie. Who is going to play you? Like someone who plays a dead person really well. <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to play me in a movie? Like who do I think would play me? Yeah. Um, Probably, you know, Brad Pitt or Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Good choices. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to say how we think we are unhealthy about ourselves yeah i'm gonna breeze through this because right, we'll go quick yeah i'm just gonna say some right. interesting ones i, I don't want to talk about the drinking and everything because obviously you know yes wait i you for for you or for, for me, me oh for me. okay <laughs> oh i'm not going there um no listen i am i going first sure you are you I, obviously I don't think I have a drinking problem. I think I like drinking a lot. I'm sure, like I've said before, my liver, I don't want to see it. There's a reason why it's on the inside. It's so that I don't need to know every day what it looks like. Um, So I'm just going to, yes. Should I drink less? Yes. I should drink less. I should drink less. I should eat less crap. Um, I eat, I love processed foods. I love food made in factories. Um, I love, you know, Doritos and nachos and I Chinese food. food. I just factories. like. I, I I just I love it all. Uh, the, a big one for me is sweet and low. I have been yep. a sweet and low addict since I was a teenager, and I can't kick it. I cannot kick. Oh, mm. the dogs. The are dogs playing. are playing. Um, and they're leaving Billy out like usual. Yeah. I can't kick the sweet sweet and low habit. I'm like a grandma. Like, I mean, to the point where we go on vacation and you make sure I have it packed because I will be miserable if we get somewhere and they don't have sweet and low. I keep it in my purse. I keep it in my car. I keep it hidden. I I buy the bulk box like I am a sweet and low junkie. See what a great husband I am. You mean you mean enabler? <laughs> that you know, I, I hate that you use sweet and low. I'm not a fan, but 
I know what it is for you, and I'm the one who packs it for you for vacation. I, uh, well, I used to drink sugar on my coffee. I don't anymore, so I'd always pack my sugar, and you're sweet and low because I know you would forget, and it wasn't available wherever we were going, so I would always make sure you had it when we, whenever we went away, wherever we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and I've given up. I mean, I do. I think in some ways I am disciplined. Like, I've given up meat and been a vegetarian before I've you know done the whole 30 I've like we said run marathons or whatever it is the one thing I I cannot give up like it's so gross it's so gross it's so gross no 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 I mean it's yeah I think it's bad for you but it's like gross no i know I, I think it's gross too oh you then wait if you don't enjoy it why do you drink it why i mean do you use i it? enjoy it it's the same way you know anything's gross it's the same way you know smoking is gross or but if you smoke a cigarette you're not like you take a puff and you're like Ugh. like you're like wow that yeah, feels pretty good <laughs> like i like yeah, that but you're also like i smell bad and i i don't know yes it tastes like chemicals but they're delicious chemicals mm, I, I, i'm sorry i i love disgusting. it i am i am legitimately i yeah, I love sweet and low. And I, I hate equal and I hate the stevia. Mm-hmm. I'm only a sweet and low girl. Right. I'm a pink packet girl. So um, so anyway, so that's one way. Um, I'm not great about going to the doctor and appointments and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not consistent at all. I avoid it. I would rather do just about anything than go to the doctor. I hate everything about it. I hate the waiting. I hate the getting into the gown. I hate going up and checking in and talking to people. I hate... I hate canceling and then rescheduling and then canceling and rescheduling again. Like you just hate making the phone call to even. Yeah, but I actually hate going to the doctor too. Well, I, hate, I mean, nobody enjoys. Going I to know, the and then you get there and it's so fucking annoying because they're always like forty-five minutes to an hour making you it's wait. So and, fucked up. Like, why yep, is that okay? I don't know, but it, but did they get away with it? Um, so that's it. That's, I mean, uh, those are the ones, I'll, listen, I could sit here all fucking day, but mm. I'm not going to point out the obvious, you know, there's a ton of ways that I um, am not healthy. And uh, yeah, so those are just a few, I guess, okay. more interesting ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So before I said, we were talking about how we're healthy and I was talking about the food and how much I love healthy food, but I would not go past the butt, you know, like I love fruit and I love healthy breakfasts, but like we'll sit here and every night I'll order Chinese food or I'll order Domino's or I'll, I love shit food. If I could eat like shit food forever, I would be really happy. I love fast food, but I never eat it. Um, You do eat it. Fast food like McDonald's and yeah. White Castle and like yes, you sometimes. Like I mean, how often? Trips and stuff. We yeah, no, yeah. Or... If we're ever on the road, I mean, that's something that we do. But I, I could, we could talk about alcohol all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's but we're not. That's one way I don't lead a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay, done. Right. Let's move on. <laughs> um, no one wants to die tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, another way, uh, I, I carry like a lot of stress. Um, I don't, I, I kind of let it just sink. I don't deal with it probably as much as I should, like whether it's work or family or anything like stress is such an unhealthy thing for your body. Oh, we did the stress episode. Yeah. Which I thought was a good episode. Yeah. So, um, 
I, we all deal with stress. We all, everybody has it. So everybody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. And you don't like, like if I'm stressed out, I, I'll go, I, I love massages. I'll get a massage or, um, you I know, hate massages. I know you hate massages. Yeah. I'll go, I've gone to like the, the banya, like the Russian banya. Yeah. We talked about where, that. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the drinking. Um, no, but I, I'll go there and I'll sit in a jacuzzi or a sauna or, you know, or I'll just like sit and like drink a cup of coffee or you know or what like i feel like you don't you don't you don't have any of that no stuff. i don't, you have don't any do of that. any you hate massages when I, well here that's a good healthy twist on this when if i don't feel good or if i'm stressed like if i go I for go down and i work out i go for a run mm-hmm. or i work out that's a huge stress reliever like mm-hmm. when i'm doing that it's like sex you don't think like your mind goes somewhere like dopamines kick in and you're not thinking about what you're stressed about. You're just in the moment and like, yeah, you're in the moment. Loving. Like I want to, when is this over? All right. I only have 30 minutes. Okay. I only have 15 minutes, two times. You're talking okay, about sex. Have... You're talking about working out. Oh, well both. <laughs> no, I was talking about working out that you're not thinking about it. Cause all you're thinking about is how tortured you are. No, I, I feel like I feel good doing it. It like brings me up. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't feel good working out. Uh, yeah, that that helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes I'm literally just picturing being done and, you know, what am I going to nah, do? Yeah, okay. I, 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 I love it in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also lastly um, about the sleep thing, which is your – you went on for, for a while in the beginning about how that's your healthy – for me, it's unhealthy because my sleep patterns are completely off. Like I'll go to sleep late one night, early the next night, wake up early one day, wake up late the next. Like I don't get the – you're supposed to get – go to bed the same time every night and wake up the same time every day. Like that's – I don't – that doesn't exist for I don't me. think – I don't think that is a real – I don't think grown-ups really do that. No? No, it's not like – you don't have like a bedtime. And if I'm exhausted, if I had a bad night – I, I I typically can't nap. That's changed a little bit, but typically I, I don't nap. So my sleep pattern is kind of shit. And so I think yeah. it's unhealthy. I think most people sleep is unhealthy. I mean, I think that that's probably as, as adults, that's just kind of what we deal with. And we, we kind of just get accustomed to it being part of life that we walk around tired and that's just how it is yeah that's our and country. that's one thing that's why that's i like ariana out. huffington i feel like i wish more people would be on board with that that it's not okay and we need to do something about it yeah we should move to mexico or somewhere where like you can go home and take a siesta and <laughs> like sleep and feel good and go back to work i don't even know i think that's more spain I anyway i don't even know if i could do that but um oh i thought it was spain and yeah. I thought you said to me, no, it's in Mexico too or Maybe. something. Maybe. It might be. I don't know. All right. doesn't matter. But okay. So that's my, that's kind of my big three, mm-hmm. how I feel like I am unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, answer one more question and wrap it up or what do you think? What else did we have? Well, you asked also like, do you have any desires to get rid of your unhealthy oh, habits? Eh, or, yeah. Boring. Annoying. Obviously, yes. I want to be more healthy. Yes. Okay. Me too. Um, Next. And unhealthy habits that we would absolutely love to do more of if it wasn't bad for you. I mean, I could go on and on. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, let me get my scroll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just have a few things about the healthiest countries. Okay. Um, Can I guess? 
Uh, sure. Number one, it's got to be like, like. Oh, you're do you're do you're going that way. Number wait. One. The ask the question again. What What are the healthiest countries in 2018? It's got to be like Denmark or Finland or something like that. So Norway is number nine. Okay. So wow, nine. Uh huh. Um, and tied for first is Hong Kong, which has the highest China. life expense expectancy in the world. The average lifespan for women was 87, and the average lifespan for men is 81 years, and almost every other country has a life expectancy of around 72 years. See? Chinese food. <laughs> I, what, well, I wonder why it's so much higher. I feel I, like it's like not it's not like it's like an easy, not stressful place to live, but right? But don't they have the worst smog situation in the world, too? Like how and they're is, the most overpopulated, right? By far. Well, I think India might be one. Well, no, China's probably one. Um, one of those I, I two. I don't know, but, but they're doing something. The water over there, something I have no idea. Um, Japan. Eat Chinese food every day. You'll Spain. Be Singapore. I don't think they eat the same kind of Chinese no, they food don't. you're talking Trust about. Me, they don't. Um, and U.S. came out, out of 188 nations, U.S. came out number 28. I'm surprised it's that high. Yeah, that's not that high, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, for not being a third world country, you know, well, for being a first world country, we should be... We're unhealthy fuckers here in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, everything is supersized, supersized, yeah. you know, like over... Not, we're, everything is... Well, it's high stress, supersized, big, bigger mm-hmm. portions, like factory made like it's Mm -hmm. convenience it's yeah yeah, that's a whole nother thing yeah um and then oh and then some of the oldest people in the world so i i researched some things about you know you're always trying to find out oh well how did people live so long and you know what did they do that they were able to live to be 110 or whatever it was so um so the oldest people in the world the uh the oldest person ever was Jean Calment from France, who died at age 122 in 1997. From France. She's from France. And this is all on record. So obviously, like, you know, go back of in course. the day, like biblical right. times, people lived to be like 470 years old. In biblical times? I don't they, know. Didn't they live to be 12? <laughs> like, no, but in the Bible, everyone's like, he was 100, it was 475 years old when he had his third child. was like 20. No? Well, I, I never read the Bible, so I, I don't mean, know. You never read the Bible? Did <laughs> yeah. you really never read the Bible? Are you kidding? You did? I read the entire the entire thing, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and I'm not even Christian. And I read really? the New Testament. I had to read it in college. I haven't even read Dr. Seuss books front to back. <laughs> <laughs> really? There's so many good stories. I mean, uh, we ask be a whole other thing, right, but there's like a there lot of good stories. Before we piss anybody off. <laughs> oh, but that's all right that you never read the Bible. Why no, I'm happen? saying like don't talk. Like, oh, we shouldn't oh. talk about oh, well, good no, stories I, I, versus. Right, 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 yeah. right. All right. But anyway. Um, Yes, but in biblical times, people always in the Bible, everyone's like 400 years old. Right. I, and I, and I'm not, spr- don't quote me on it. I can't quote anything. I haven't read it right. for a long time. But Well, they spread um, the water too, and God spoke to them. All right. <laughs> so, um, all right, so she was 122 in 1997. She's the longest confirmed lifespan. She smoked for, she smoked. Of course she did. For 96 years. And loved and ate chocolate and had wine almost every day. So, moral of the story of this episode mm-hmm. is: I will eat, have Parliament lights right now. Eat please. Chinese food every day, drink wine every day, smoke cigarettes every day. Don't endorse that. You're going <laughs> to get all kinds of. You're going to get all kinds of lawsuits. We can't afford it. I got to start smoking again. Um, 
I'll smoke for both of us. <laughs> That's fine. Um, let's see. No, I'm not. I'm not smoking. <laughs> no, I didn't I, mean it's I fine. I know, but all I need is do. for my dad to call me like, I heard you smoking again. <laughs> okay, so back to the oldest people. Of the hundred oldest people in the world on record. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many years back that goes. 94 of them are female. That makes sense. Six of them are male. Well, they nag their husbands to death, so obviously they outlive them. Okay. Or they just <laughs> killed them all. <laughs> or Yeah, or that. Sure. Um, Drew Barrymore would play me, by the way, in case you were wondering. Um, the oldest person. Oh, uh, no, the oldest that's person. wrong. You're wrong. Why? A thinner Amy Schumer would play you. Why thinner? Because she's heavier than you are. So what? So, so she would have to be thinner really. to play she's you. She's pregnant right now. That's why she's not thinner than me. Uh, um, no, you but think she's, Amy Schumer would play me? I think you guys could be twins. Aw, I like that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I pre- I'm sorry, Amy. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, wait, what else was I going to say? Um, doo, doo, doo. Oh. I, don't, I don't mean you look a lot. You're not, you're not identical twins. You're paternal twins. Okay. Because you guys are just very similar. Because we don't have the same parents. What? I don't know. No. Oh. You're twins that are not identical. Oh. <laughs> the, the egg didn't split. We're sisters from another mister. There were, no. There were two eggs in your mother that both got... Sperm did it, and sperm did it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Those kind of twins. Wow, you. <laughs> <laughs> Sex ed really uh, <laughs> did well for you. Um, I guess that's it. Okay. Oh, Jessie Gallen, Scotland's oldest woman, before she died last March at the age of 109, was blunt. She told the British tabloid the Daily Mail that the key to success is eating porridge and avoiding the opposite sex. My secret to a long life has been staying away from men, she said. They're just more trouble than they're worth. Amen, yeah, sister. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, 109, she lived too. Wow. Mm-hmm. My great-grandmother, I think, was 104 years old when she died. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, you weren't around. No, you told me. Oh. <laughs> but And my grandmother was 96, 97 on my dad's side. They had pretty, in- yeah, they had Fuck, pretty. Fuck, everybody uh... in my family dies in their 60s. No, stop that. It's true. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. We don't so want that to happen. You're going to have 60 years without me. <laughs> you think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live to be 120? All right, you're going to have 30 years without me. 30? <laughs> I think even that's long. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I thought that that was funny that she said. I liked that she said that, that just stay away from men. So, guys, it's still 2018. I hope this is released while it's 2018, but this is the last episode of the year. This is when we started. Thank you guys so much for listening, supporting us, and um, talking to my wife every day. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not there. She does all that stuff. And maybe for the new year, you know, uh, recommend us to somebody who, if like maybe their uh, their New Year's resolution is to listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's a very big one. Mm-hmm. I think our New Year's resolution should be that I will communicate on social media in 2019 oh honey i think that is number 792 i could lose all the new year's thousand followers as fast as you as you've gained them right and get us a bunch of lawsuits Mm -hmm. yeah no but really thank you guys it's been an incredible half a year since we've started this thing and we 
as hard as it is, I saw your story today and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I almost even like shed a little tear while I was like, how do, what, what do you view it or look at it or read it? Like, what do you? The story? Yeah. How do you, what do you yeah, say? Yeah, you view it, you, I guess. You've it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so out of touch with this well, stuff. Well, viewers, it tells you how many okay. viewers you have. But, um, no, I really enjoyed it because this is hard and it's <laughs> just so you guys know, this is not easy for us and there's a lot that Mm -hmm. we've tried to do here that doesn't make it out there because we can't because i'm a blubbering mess crying (laughs) and um, i did you did cry yes well your share you cry once for every 75 times i cry um that's not true you're like 100 like 346 Yeah, 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 yeah yeah Yeah, I, I, I'm a crier. I did. Cry I love twice. a good cry. Um, also, let us know what you want more of in the new year. You know, yeah, we got a few of those. We did recently. We, did. we got a few emails recently. Oh, about right, that a, we, a romance part two episode was a request. Romance part two, mm-hmm. obviously the pet peeves part two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, um, so let's cut this out. Let's be done for the okay. year, right? For the year, yeah. Yeah, 2018. It was goodbye. a tough year. But an awesome one too. Yes, both. It was both. Yeah, it this was, was very this... hard. It was a, you know what? It was a, um, a strange year. This was our best and worst year ever. Uh, uh, the best part is a little. I'd like 2019 to be our best year ever. Okay, but it didn't happen yet, so we can't. Say no, but that. what I'm saying is, I want like I feel like we're made, we've laid the the groundwork for the podcast and everything. Um. I'd like to be able to figure out what the fuck comes next. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and, and know what the fuck we're doing (laughs) in 2019. (laughs) The theme of 2019 (laughs) is figure out what the fuck we're doing. That would be awesome if we could do that. Mm -hmm. So let's make it happen. So that's, that's, but that's your, that's your job. Goodbye, 2018. Let's cheers. Cheers. Our combined New Year's resolution is to find out what the fuck we're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. And in life, in marriage, in parenting, and in the podcast. And make it all come together and work for us. That's our resolution. I like that. Sure. Oh. No? Yes. Let's 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 do it. <laughs> I'm in. Well, thanks for coming along for the journey and the wild ride with us. Oh boy. <laughs> Here lo- comes radio, Adam. <laughs> what? You 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 turn into this like serious like radio announcer. Well, I'm trying to close out. The year oh. of our podcast and be like nice. Oh, and be nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fuck all of you. I'm out of here. <laughs> Have a great year. We love you guys. Happy New Year. Happy and New year. Uh, we're really excited about 2019 and it's going to be even better than 2018. I think so. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye.
mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com